Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Here on Money FM 89.3, I'm Clarissa Monter for the workday afternoon. Coming up today on Health Suites, we speak with Gillian T, co founder and CEO of Homage, to find out more about their newly launched Homage Health Medical Services to those at home. That's coming up next on Money FM 89.3. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Money FM 89.3. This is Health Suites. I'm Clarissa Montero on the phone with me, Gillian T, co founder and CEO of Homage. Gillian, welcome to the show. Thanks, Clarissa, for having me. Oh, it is absolutely my pleasure. Now, I've spoken to, I think, one of your nurses before, but this is the first time that I've got you on the phone. Give us an overview of all the services that the company does and provided prior to the introduction of Homage Health. Sure. So um, Homage essentially is an on-demand healthcare and caregiving services platform. So we deliver a range of caregiving and therapy as well as nursing services and, of course, power that through technology. So you can receive in-home, you know, what we call long-term caregiving, community-based and home-based caregiving. And this is, I think, relevant to a you know, range of people living with various kinds of disabilities or we work with also many working adults, both adults and seniors as well as youth alike, living with a range of ailments from ranging from chronic conditions to just, you know, general needing more support as they age and mobility, you know, with certain mobility constraints as well. So yeah, I mean, it's been it's been great. We've been operating in Singapore the last four years, and now have full operations in both Singapore and Malaysia as well. You know, there is a preconceived idea that your focus or the focus of your business is older patients, patients with maybe even dementia and disability, and, and those kind of more elderly health problems. Is that the case, or do you serve a wider group of patients? Yeah, we, we definitely serve a wider group, for example, with our rehabilitation services, where we provide physiotherapy and speech therapy. We do work with those, unfortunately, with, you know, suffered an accident and injury, for example, from children and youth with requirements and needs on speech therapy. For example, they have slurred speech or stutter. And, uh, you know, but particularly, I think, with the you know rise of chronic conditions, uh, that typically the range of people who live with chronic conditions can be wide, quite wide. So mm-hmm. anyone aged between 18 to 65 and above, I think that generally no, no limitation in terms of the age range that we work with. Yeah. All right. Homage Health builds on top of Homage Care, which you, you've just sort of given us an overview of. Right. That includes core nursing, caregiving, rehabilitation services. Why did you think it was an important addition to the services that you already provide to introduce Homage Health? Yeah, you know, we we really focus on the needs of those we have been already working with, and I I think uh, during at least during the COVID this COVID nineteen period, we observed a spike just in inquiries from existing care service recipients on just availability of I think, general medical teleconsultations and home medical services. So as part of this homage health uh, arm that, you know, service vertical that we've just launched, we deliver both, you know, in-person, you know, house calls, uh, doctors where doctors, you know, go to your home, as well as teleconsultation alongside this, this element of uh, delivery of your medication. So we found that there was an increased need to make sure that we could we could both take advantage of some of the conveniences of remote uh, teleconsultation, as well as if there were more urgent and emergency kind of needs, we are able to employ someone in person as well. 
So this integration, I would say, between digital channels of delivery and in-person channels are especially important during this period. And, and uh, you know, we saw that there was that need, particularly for seniors who are most vulnerable and at risk. Yeah, so it allows through Home and Child, we, you know, we allow people to assess digital health solutions without the need for, you know, infection risk of chewing, lighting up for a long time at these clinics. Right. We're speaking with Jillian mm. T, co-founder and CEO of HomeInch. Now, COVID-19 is has been with us for quite a few months on Money FM 89.3. We've talked about the impact on various industries. One of the things that was interesting was the healthcare industry hasn't been impacted in terms of revenue, but how has COVID-19 changed medical services you provide and the way you provide it? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it changed in a number of ways. I think, you know, the adoption of digital channels has been greatly accelerated. So previously where there has been sort of that deterrent to perhaps, you know, try out a teleconsult medical teleconsultation session where the COVID nineteen, you know, because of just the the requirement of being homebound and being, you know, in, in, in many ways being encouraged to stay home, the adoption of these medical services have been, you know, just the channel has shifted. So I think that's number one. I think the second biggest piece is with regards to home delivery, like home-based delivery, we saw that there was a need to ensure that more restrictions actually. So uh, for safety measures, you know, for, for example, we also, beyond just working directly with direct families, we also work with uh, supporting hospitals and nursing homes. So we have to ensure that our care professionals do not get cross-deployed between the hospital setting and the home setting, as an example. So we have adapted our safety and protocol measures, very importantly, in line with the Ministry of Health advisory. And I think that's some of the key ways we've changed the way we've been delivering our care, care uh, throughout this period. I have to admit, a few years ago, I would never have considered picking up the phone, talking to my doctor, telling him or her, what was wrong with me and then having the entire consultation diagnosis and have my medicines dispersed to me via courier. I, th- th- this blows my mind, this whole telemedicine <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> experience. Right. Do you think this is here to stay now, though? Yeah, and I think your, you know, your experience, like, I think that's not, specific. I think a lot of people feel that way. And I do believe that it's here to stay. And it's important that, it, again, I think it's, it's the convenience, it's cost factors. It's ensuring that the way that you can gain access to claims and insurance is also supported. So I think in many ways, it also decreases the barrier of gaining very quick access to the, rec- the needed medical attention. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, but the triage is important as well. I think, you know, not all of the needs are suitable for the digital channel. So, for example, for very urgent or what we call emergencies of symptoms like acute and sharp pain, you really should be seeking medical attention in, uh, you know, in, in a facility. In person, and, yeah. In person, yes. So, so I think it's important about uh, education and awareness. It's important, but for, for the common cold flu, for medication refills, you know, th- those can easily, you know, you can easily save a visit to the clinic. And that, I think, is where uh, I do believe that fundamentally once people get to enjoy and, and experience the benefit for, for these suitable cases for telemedicine, then it's absolutely here to stay. You introduced Homage Health earlier this month, and you, you basically have Homage for the last few years. What has the uh, feedback been in the last few weeks prior to this whole COVID experience? And how much of that really factors in decisions that you make when you're deciding what to do with your company, what, what next, what other services you might need to be considering offering? 
Yeah, so the feedback has been quite tremendous, like quite overwhelming in many ways because so <laughs> everybody's we, got an we, opinion, right? <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, and it's it's so one one example which was you know we so we saw someone who was engaging care services for their parents, so the you know their their the elderly parent. Then you started to so use um, telemedicine services for their young son. And then for themselves, they, you know, uh, essentially were, were user of our rehab ter- therapy services. And I think that the feedback was, okay, you know, can can it's, we want to make sure that all the details of the care provided is, you know, also easily accessible through what we, you know, have have provided as a mobile mobile application format, and you know, just assess that data and accessibility for booking these services and managing the logistics, scheduling payments. So the feedback has been good, I think, in this early phase of launch. We also work with a pool of doctors that have more than you know five years of experience practicing, and so we ensure that there is consistency and quality with with the delivery there. But I would say, again, I think it's this profound realization that it's not one size fits all, you know, you can't have, you just, you can't say that digital channels will completely replace in person. So it's really just a very important, this aspect of, I would say, triage and case management prior is important. And so that's one of the reasons why we also allow, you know, provide for sort of a care advisory, advisory team where people can call in and just learn a little bit more about what you know, it's most suited for specific to their own needs. We're speaking with Jillian T, co-founder and CEO of Homage. Okay, so what you're saying is in the long run, this teleconsultation, telemedicine has got to work in tandem with that face-to-face consultation. Absolutely. And just plus and point, if there were, you know, adults or even um, seniors who live alone and were, were unable to access teleconsultation services, then... Mm-hmm. For example, one of the things that we've done is paired the a, a caregiver who are was able to travel to the home of, you know, for example, potentially an elderly person who is wheelchair bound or homebound. Potentially, that you know that check-in visit, that medical attention can be provided at lower cost because it's going to be you will need to factor in the time and the transportation and the you know all of that in terms of ensuring that that senior can be at you know at the at, at that clinic or that you know so so a thousand percent I think. We, we see higher, I would say, augmentation or integration between, mm-hmm. you know, online and offline. I'm thinking that you can't completely eliminate the face-to-face. I mean, if, if a doctor's got to tell me that I'm terminal, I'd like to see it in his eyes. <laughs> Maybe I'm old-fashioned that way. No, I think that's, you know, with regards to diagnosis, I think, that there's a number of different kinds of health screening and, for example, vaccinations and certain procedures that are very suitable that, that you just have you just have to do it in person mm. diagnosis. But, for example, if you're suffering from the common cold flu or you have, you know, certain needs to where you need to refill, for example, your asthma, asthma allergies, for example, skin conditions, I think that's very suitable for teleconsultation. In fact, you minimize risk of getting further infections in a, you know, in a very dense facility of, uh, in a clinic or hospital. And beyond that, you also prevent, lower the risk of infecting others. So when, you know, and, and of course you save the visit to the clinic. So I think that there are very, very common acute conditions that are, are very suitable, extremely suitable for teleconsultation delivery. Okay, now if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, hey, you know, that's, that's something I want to get for myself or my family, how do they go about it? Is it a subscription? Is it an app? How do they contact? How do they 
basically hire you for your services. Yeah, so it's super, uh, it's really simple. I mean, for those who prefer to directly access our mobile app, they can go, and this is for both, you know, whichever platform you're on, whether you're on iPhone or an Android phone, you can go to your Play Store or the App Store, download the Homage app, and then go through the sign-up flow, and then you can easily select a, the, the teleconsult option, and right away, immediately, you know, select a session to see a doctor right away. So that's one. And another way is, you, know, you prefer to get more information. Um, there's a number that's sort of the uh, the care concierge or the advisory line to call, and that you know found on our website as well at homage.sg. So yeah, feel free to call in, and, and you know one of our advisors can take you through uh, what's most suitable, and also help you understand better how the mobile app works, you know, if you require different kinds of in-person services as well. All right. We've been speaking with Gillian T, co-founder and CEO of Homage on Health Suite. Gillian, thank you so much for your time and introducing us to Homage Health. Very much likewise. Thanks, Teresa. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. This is Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.